my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Turned to the other and said, we don't know how lucky we are. And the Cuban stopped and said, how lucky you are. I had some place to escape to. And in that sentence, he told us the entire story. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. I'm saying that you cannot say that numbers collected at the employer's place of business reflect simply the employer's policies. Those, num those numbers reflect underlying conditions in the whole society, just as numbers collected at a hospital do not show you that people are sick because they're in the hospital. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're tuning in to The Unveiled Patriot with yours truly, Travis Masterbone, and this episode is episode 7, titled Election Night 2020 and the Big Lie. I apologize in advance. My voice is extremely raspy, but I felt I still needed to do this episode today. Election Night 2020. I will admit this is the first election I have ever prepped for. Like it was the Super Bowl. Tensions were high. I was knee deep in politics. And I was super excited to see what I thought I was expecting to see. And so what did I think? Well, considering all the media and the Democrat uncovering that I mentioned in previous episodes and the BLM protests political correctness, and if we looked overall at our economy prior to COVID, you know, wars, and considering the candidates of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I thought Trump was going to dominate the 2020 election. And so I just wanted to start out by pointing out the odd stuff I noticed pre, uh, pre-election night, post-awareness of my media deception. It was this push for universal mail-in ballots. Later on, that manifested into ballot harvesting on a mass scale, state laws being broken, but I'll revisit that. But the mail-in ballot push was absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. Only by left-wing outlets and politicians. I know, because of covid but I wanted to plant something for you to consider. Social distancing was already in place at voting centers prior to COVID. You could go to Trader Joe's. You can go to Costco, the quote-unquote essential businesses. And considering all the bullshit that they were pulling all year that I was unveiled from, I, I just really had my eyebrows raised to say the least. And I was curious on what Trump would say and what did he say? And I'm paraphrasing his quote, but overall his message and his statements were always um, the same. Universal mail-in ballot, uh, universal mail-in ballots, they can lead to fraud. It's never been done before. I want a clean and fair election. And, of course, reporters always badgering on proof, proof, proof. Do you have proof that there's fraud? I mean, universal mail-in ballots haven't, hasn't occurred yet. Um, 
And he would provide specific examples from smaller races, anecdotal. But still, it didn't matter. The point was, this has never been done before on a mass scale. And he just didn't want to risk the fraud. I don't blame him. Nobody should blame him. It don't matter which side you swing from. But again, just like my last episode, orange man fucking bad. But aside from that, still, I felt this was still going to be a landslide. Now, before people flip out and tune out about me presenting the case and perspective on potential election fraud, a.k.a. the big lie, I wanted to make something very clear. That with this mass media distortion, and in my opinion, just propaganda, that Trump had to endure from day one, all four years alone, quite frankly, to me, is rigging the election. I can't stress this enough. The amount of negative coverage and zero positive coverage And believe it or not, he did accomplish things. And the amount of things that he did accomplish amongst all the hate and all that impeachment bullcrap that ended up being nothing. I truly believe if the media wasn't so dishonest and, in my opinion, evil, I still think it would have been a landslide. And shit, like I said before, this is one of my first time. uh, This is one of my first times. This is my first time voting. And I said, fuck it. I'm a vote for Trump. I just couldn't do it for Biden. And that's just my personal opinion. So hopefully you're not getting too tired of me talking about him. But in 2020, he played an enormous part in my unveiling. And I intend to make a whole episode highlighting those specifics with policies. But episode by episode, I think you're catching the drift. I I move forward. And so with suspicion boiling... Me thinking still a landslide is on the way, election night, I was ready. And then it came, and this night, I can remember it like it was yesterday, it just dragged on. It was incredibly boring, and I didn't want to fall asleep. I really did it. But I did end up passing out like a normal human being, and then I, sure enough, my fears came true. I woke up, and Joe Biden came through with the onside kick, the last-minute buzzer beater. Now, I think we can all agree this is probably one of the most bizarre elections in history. I mean, you can debate the Florida recount with Bush and all that, but you can't argue that this was one of the most bizarre elections. And I hate to say it, in my opinion, uh, suspicious to say the least especially if you've been paying attention and you've been genuinely waking up to how ridiculous the media and the Democrats really are. But back to that night, the counting just stopped in the middle of the night, specifically in swing states. And then out of nowhere, Biden makes strides in the thousands and thousands of votes. The graph of him Making the jump is really quite amazing. They made t-shirts out of it. But it really did look like, prior to me going to sleep, that Trump had it in the bag. 
I remember he was up by hundreds of thousands in Pennsylvania, and I didn't think he was going to lose Ohio or Pennsylvania simply because of the energy sectors and both of these candidates' views on the energy sector. Now, Biden, he later proves this by canceling the Keystone Pipeline, allowing the Russian pipeline to go through, but there's no Russia, Russia there, right? But, you know, Trump made our country energy independent. So these states, they really did rely heavily on these industries and sectors. So it made no sense to me. And so it's just funny, all the discussions and the reasoning behind the naysayers, anti-Trumpers, never-Trumpers, they would always say, well, the count, they they always said that they said the count would be longer than election night. It'd be a few days, it'd be a few weeks. I saw a story where it would be a month or two that we wouldn't even find out. They said, they said, who's they? When I ask my peers and I get into these little arguments at the time, who's they? You mean the mainstream media said it? The people who are literally on the Democrats and Joe Biden's jockstrap, they're on the same team. They said it. And what never made sense to me, we had early voting mail-in. Why would it go over? Why can't we figure it out on election night? And so the contradiction is, oh, so you mean the government had a job and didn't handle it efficiently? especially since this was the first time that we've ever had universal mail-in ballots? No. He's a sore loser. That is the theme. And so this was the first wave of bullshit I was hit with, but I had to bite my tongue because I had no proof. That was the unfortunate part. I had no proof. But I wanted to point out contradictions and hypocrisy because back in 2016 Hillary Clinton many Democrats they did the same thing they objected to the election they accused of fraud they filed lawsuits plenty of videos of them quote unquote saying it's illegitimate more specific local examples Stacey Abrams and Georgia to this day hasn't conceded, but our democracy is at stake. Our democracy is at stake. So let me get this straight. Republicans in particular, they can't object. Trump can't take legal measures and investigation. We have to understand this is all within his and the Republicans' boundaries and rights as congressmen And the president. They're doing nothing wrong. People were really upset about this. I was like, calm down. If the Democrats really won free and clear, then what are you worried about? Show your hand, move on. If not, that's suspicious. So I'm sorry if I'm suspicious because they didn't just do that. They fought it by all means necessary. And did you know All the same clown Democrat crew that was trying to impeach him. Same damn people who are objecting 
at the electoral count multiple times in the past. Same people. But at that time, democracy was not at stake. So Trump and the Republicans, they just wanted them to show their hands. It was a very odd election night. Show me your your royal flush before you just take your chips. But orange man bad. Don't forget it. Especially in the first universal mail-in ballot election. But it was 100% fraud free. Mistake free. First time. You can't even double check to make sure that you crossed your T's and dotted your I's. You can't even do it. So this is my skepticism is the certainty and the reaction and the hypocrisy compared to 2016. I figured it out. People just wanted it to be over. Orange man bad. And I was just being logical. Again, I can't stress it enough. I wasn't swinging one side or the other. I wasn't biased. I wasn't political. I was being logical, and I just wanted to see, is there evidence? And sure enough, the evidence started unfolding. And if this wasn't evidence, I don't know what is, at a massive rate. But you would never know it if you were glued to the mainstream media or other sources and you just thought he's some big, fat, lying, orange, uh, orange lying, sore loser. You're not going to do that due diligence. But don't worry. I watched all the hearings and testimonials so you don't have to. Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Arizona. Did you? Did you watch it? Or did you watch Trevor Noah? Maybe some Don Lemon? Did Apple send you some very convenient articles? Did you type it in Google and just get the fact checkers? I mean, shit, now you can't even find the damn hearings. It's really, it's really concerning to me. You, you can't, uh, it, it takes quite significant effort to just find the initial hearings and listen for yourself and put the quote-unquote evidence on the table. I'll go into a big tech censorship episode a little bit later. Um, That'll be fun, but moving forward, there's nothing like arguing with my peers who think I'm off my rocker, but then I talk or I question them about specific allegations within these hearings in these different states, and they're just lost in the fucking woods. They have no idea. You're not biased, right? But in an odd conundrum, you think I'm biased. This is lovely. So I wanted to get into some of that. Some of the things that really sounded my alarm and simply just made me wonder. And one of the main things that really stood out, I remember these Dominion voting machines were catching a lot of heat. And I believe the Pennsylvania legislators They wanted the CEO to come in and explain himself, counteract some of the accusations by the thousands of witnesses who signed affidavits. Affidavits meaning that if you're lying, you go to prison. But he didn't show up. 
for months. For months. Kind of crazy because data scientists, cyber experts who were these prime witnesses, they literally brought out the handbook of Dominion in these hearings showing that in order for these machines to operate, they need to be connected to the internet. This is not supposed to happen because this is open to being hacked. But then, like I said, months later, the CEO finally shows up and says otherwise. And if you watch that, uh, I believe it was in Michigan where he showed up, the only time where he testified, he looked very nervous. He looked very scripted. And he opposed the testimonials of affidavit witnesses. It's a he it's a he say, she say situation. And I also noticed that the Michigan legislators were really throwing softball questions at him. This made me raise my eyebrows. I'm sorry. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Just saying. But then, sure enough, if you actually remember or pay attention back in 2017, right around the time Trump got elected, you can see stories CNN is posting about the sketchiness, specifically, of Dominion voting machines. Ah, when it's in their favor. Multiple experts and people hacking into these machines with ease. Questioning the legitimacy and the security of these machines when it's in their favor. And again, I'm going to reiterate, Hillary Clinton, same thing. Multiple videos of her claiming he's illegitimate. He knows he's illegitimate. Did we forget that she filed lawsuits? Claiming the whole Russian interference. Again, nothing came about. And not even close to as much evidence that we have here with the Trump administration. But oh, our democracy is at stake. Literally the same accusations. Completely different treatment. Back to that concept. It's liberal fucking privilege. But yet, Trump is pushing the quote-unquote big lie. Trump is destroying our democracy. Trump is inciting violence on January 6th, the insurrection. And let's touch, let's touch base on that briefly, quick tangent. I just want to give you a perspective. Uh, number one, no, he didn't. There's literally zero proof that he incited this ridiculousness that you want to call an insurrection. Hence the failed second impeachment trial. Did you watch it? I did. It looked like a clown show because that's exactly what it was. Zero proof and Trump's lawyers made them look foolish. Go watch it. I encourage you. Number two, did we forget all the riots and damage done from election night and inauguration from Trump back in 2016, 17? Did we forget that? We want to brush that under the rug, don't we? And then number three, hypothetical. If Trump won and beat Biden, what do you think would have happened to cities across our nation? I'm just very curious. 
Do you think everyone would have just accepted it like mature adults? Kumbaya. You don't think they'd be going at him? Balls to the wall. He cheated. I don't think so. But we're so concerned of old ladies taking selfies in the Capitol and these Looney Tunes with shirts off and Viking hats. This is the gravest threat to our democracy. I think not. And a recent story that just leaked again, the reemergence of D.C. Mayor Bowser and Nancy Pelosi, apparently, this is an accusation, refusing the National Guard being deployed for this giant peaceful protest that they knew was going to be there. But they had rent-a-cops there. And I say reemergence because this was a story that popped up back then, but then disappeared as as usual. This is all kind of interesting. And I would love to get into more details about all that. And I'm going to move forward back to the election. But I do remember hearing, not just recently, but I do remember hearing voter fraud is the biggest threat to our democracy and mail-in ballots are vulnerable to fraud in the past. But did we forget that this was said by Obama, by Kamala Harris, other Democrat officials, Maxine Waters, Ron Wyden, Amy Klobuchar? All I'm doing is just putting it on the table of me noticing the contradiction, the hypocrisy, and the favoritism that is occurring right in front of our eyes that we choose not to see. Aside from the nuts and bolts of the potential election fraud. But let's get into some of that. Let's check out some anomalies. Don't ever forget that this was decided by approximately 40,000 votes in three states or so. Fishy cities, Detroit, Michigan, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Atlanta, Georgia, Philly, and Pennsylvania, all swing states, Democrat-controlled cities. Now, all these witnesses, they ranged in exact specific incidences, incidents where double counting of ballots through the machines, terrible handling of ballots inside counting centers, sketchy chain of custody, abusive and unfair treatment of Republican poll watchers, locked them outside or far away from counters where they couldn't even see what the counters were doing, boarding up windows in Detroit, dead voters being casted, votes from people who moved to other states, improper addresses. This was specifically exposed and highlighted via Steven Crowder. People running the elections claiming that their bosses told them not to worry about checking IDs or doing thorough signature verifications. Recent cases again, two Pennsylvania women, Danielle Dooner, Melissa Fisher, 
facing election charges. Or the recent incident in New York, the mayor race. The Board of Elections announced there was a discrepancy in the vote count. Election officials retracted their latest vote totals for the Democratic primary for mayor after 135,000 test ballots were inadvertently included in the count. Remember, 40,000 is the buffer. This is very close. We have to nitpick, especially in the first universal mail-in ballot election. And there's many other anecdotal cases. And what's funny is it went from no fraud at all to no massive voter fraud. You have to pay attention to the mainstream media. And I guarantee you, all these anecdotal cases, if you don't do your digging, it's crickets from the mainstream media. You know, there's anomalies with the reporting within the machines of Dominion about the vote switches, the glitch from Trump to Biden in Michigan. They said it was a machine problem, ended up being a personnel problem. How about the shadiness in Atlanta where there was a bursted pipe, quote unquote, incident? And then all of a sudden they discovered video footage of people running that counting center telling Republican poll watchers that the counting is over. They leave and then all of a sudden they roll out these long tables, pull out duffel bags of ballots, continue continue to count unwatched. This is illegal. Watch the Senate hearing with Jenna Ellis and Giuliani coming and presenting with some other lawyers in Georgia. It was quite fascinating. And during all of these hearings, you start to see which legislators and congressmen are kind of shady. One lady in particular, a Democrat in Georgia. She's sitting there watching this witness, the lawyer, this, this other lady that works under Trump, playing this video of the ballots being pulled out in duffel bags, counted without Republican poll watchers. And this Democrat lady's like, this has been debunked. What are you doing? This has been debunked very aggressively. Trump's lawyer was like, this is the first time we've ever showed this video. Egg on her face. Egg on her face. And then all the other legislators are looking at her fishy. Like, what? why are you getting so crazy about this? This is the first time this video has ever been shown. Go figure. Accusations in Las Vegas. One in particular, too, in uh, Arizona, which is where I live now. This witness, he was a data scientist. He made the claim that voter fraud has been occurring since 2008. Based on the population gain in Arizona versus the votes that's been counted over the years, he gets extremely detailed and intricate. Among others, I encourage you, watch it yourself. Hey, you know, this thought crossed my mind. I'm sure it's crossed yours. Who really knows how legit these elections have really been over the years? My vote doesn't count, right? You know, but everyone's certainty in this election fuels my skepticism. 
and I intend on doing a full in-depth in-depth episode analyzing specifically the hearings from Arizona and the audit that's being wrapped up and they're officially counting right now as we speak at the Memorial Center. But that audit taking place, um, also Pennsylvania got the green light to do a forensic audit. I think Georgia is going to follow suit as well. But with Arizona in particular, I'm on the ground here. I'm a precinct committeeman. I'm a member of the Tea Party. I have direct connections with people who are serving in this audit, have the exact scoop and know the entire process of what's occurring. Don't watch Jimmy Kimmel. But also you get to figure out and see what Democrat lawyers are trying to do. They're trying to stop it. What the media is already trying to spin and deceptively paint. And honestly, this topic has so much detail and specifics in every single state that I listed earlier. It would take an episode of 45 minutes to an hour on each one. But I'm willing to do that because I want you to have all the information possible and make an honest decision. This dialogue does not exist whatsoever. And it definitely didn't exist back during the election. It's all the big lie. And it's really quite incredible because California right now, during the recall Gavin Newsom election, Democrat lawyers, they're going to court over there to demand exact signature matches on the petitions to recall Gavin Newsom. I used to live in California. I got the hell out of there. But in Arizona, Democrat lawyers file suits to stop signature matching when it comes to the presidential election of 2020. Very interesting. I move forward. Back to these witnesses. They weren't just Joe Schmo and some random patriotic old ladies. They ranged in ages, but also they ranged in expertise and years of experience in handling these elections. Detailed, specific in each hearing. Cyber experts, doctors, constitutionalists, eyewitnesses, Dominion contractors themselves, and even people who are on the other side voting and supporting Democrats. They came through and they were like, yo, this is kind of sketch. And there's thousands of them. It seems extremely unlikely that they all got paid off or they're all lying, especially with signed affidavits. And these are real. They were confirmed by the legislators that they were presenting to in each state. It's like you don't think Democrats could easily intimidate these witnesses and figure out if they are lying, get them potentially sent to prison for breaking that affidavit. I find it odd and unlikely. You know, I I will keep open to the fact that maybe someone saw something and they could have been mistaken or what have you. But we're talking thousands. And again, 40,000 vote differential um, in the states. But hey, you look to the left, 1,000% no fraud. Cleanest election ever. 1,000% Trump is lying. Sore loser. 
at least there's some things on the table that we can look at and make an objective decision. But the anti-never-Trumpers, they don't even want to bother. They don't want to acknowledge. And again, Hillary did the same damn thing. So back to the election. All swing states happened to freeze in the middle of the night. Biden made the jump. If we remember specifically, there was so many polls and so much coverage of how we were going to lose the House and the Senate. But we actually picked up seats in the House. We actually held the Senate. We didn't get wiped out as predicted. And these polls is a, is a form of suppression to try and convince people not to vote because it's just it's a no-brainer. Like, everything's going to flip. Trump's going to lose. This is a form of suppression, but we don't have to worry about that. Trump, Trump always touts if you win Ohio and Florida, he's the only uh, only president that lost when he won those. There is one incident where Nixon in 1960 won Ohio and Florida, but lost to JFK. I get it. Trump is about hyperbole, but it's very rare for a president to win Ohio and Florida and lose. On top of that. The bellwether counties, these counties from 1980 to 2016, all 19 counties voted for the winner every single time. Trump won 18 of 19 of them. Trump, 13 million more votes than his previous election. The highest ever for an incumbent incumbent president. Perspective, Obama lost 3.5 million votes his second runaround. And you're going to tell me with a straight face, Joe Senile Biden legitimately got 80 million plus votes? Literally campaigning from his, va- from his basement because he was a certified liability. Getting exponentially worse. This is straight up elderly abuse. And from Biden's inauguration to basically any time that this zombie gave or gives a speech, he had and has more dislikes than likes on YouTube, not even close to the numbers of a Trump speech, and never had the type of rallies and visible support that Trump had prior to the 2020 election. And to this day, unfortunately, Trump held a couple rallies recently, and he's still pulling way bigger crowds on a massive and historic scale, similar to Obama. If you're paying attention to the media, they're getting a little nervous, and I don't blame them. But, oh, Travis, the judges, the judges, the courts, they refuse them. Well, let's get into that. All the courts and judges... They didn't look over the case and said this was bullshit. They just refused to take the case. We have to remember that. I think it's like 61 of these cases. Sidney Powell and other lawyers, they presented it. I watched one in Nevada. This judge denied them on some bull crap, saying you should have presented it prior to the election, which made no sense to me. Catch them in the act of doing a crime and then bring it. But I wanted people to think about some stuff. It doesn't matter if Trump appoints a judge or not. 
He's not Hitler. These aren't chess pieces to Trump. I'd say the opposite. He probably appoints judges based on their resume and their history. But it doesn't mean that these judges support Trump. They don't have to do everything that he says. So that's out. A judge can be corrupted. I think anyone can be corrupted. Anyone can be blackmailed. I've watched uh, House of Cards. <laughs> I feel like that stuff isn't unreal that people could potentially be corrupted, blackmailed, or just straight up absolutely be scared shitless to even take the case. I mean, publicly on the media or even being threatened by people or their family being threatened in person is a possibility and something to at least consider. I know it's not facts, but these times were absolutely insane. Imagine being that one judge who accepted it and then ruled it as fraud. And then a domino effect occurred. There would be absolute chaos and havoc. And don't tell me there wouldn't be. (laughs) There's no kumbaya that was going to occur. People would have flipped their shit. After election night, I swear to God, another red flag. The masses, including myself, we were just shoved down our throats on how much Biden was for sure the winner. It was everywhere. And clearly the media decides, right? There's no constitutional process, folks. The media, the left, and all these lefties in society out celebrating in the streets. COVID-free, I move forward. But yeah, their hearts would have been broken. No, their hearts would have been shattered if a judge took a case and reversed it. And I guarantee, even if that did occur, the left, the media, politician, liberal peers, you name it, they're still going to point the finger that the judge is corrupt, Trump stole the election, corrupt. It's true. And so, the legislators, they took it upon themselves. Now they're doing audits. Now they're setting legislation where laws won't get broken again and honest elections are actually achieved in the future moving forward for the people. I would have to agree because I hope you would too. I would think we must have some type of uncertainty or some issues with our election because back in 2016, Hillary and the Democrats, they said the same thing. Trump and the Republicans are saying it this election, the sketchness of the Dominion machines. What's wrong with cleaning it up? Let's clean it up. Make sure it's secure. Make sure the whole process is transparent as possible. And just recently, Katie Hobbs from Arizona, after this audit, mentioned that the Dominion machines can't be used again after this audit because they could be potentially tampered with. Wait a minute. I thought these machines... We're 100% safe. They can't be tampered with. But now they can be when the shoe's on the other foot. And then in comes all this voter suppression bullshit and just more and more pushing of the big lie. And so 
I intend to get into an episode with that as well, analyzing state by state exact legislation and this voter suppression accusation nonsense. But as I close, my point is, if all of this that I mentioned today, which can all be extrapolated on tenfold, if all of this isn't evidence or some type of proof of election fraud, message me, text me, DM me. I genuinely want to know what is, what does it take for society and the masses to believe an election is actually stolen? What facts and situations need to occur to convince you? Is it simply just the mass media saying that it occurred or that it didn't occur? I just want to I just want to think in general, do we believe that election fraud is just a myth to US society? Is it a myth to the world? I would say do some research. And I'm just pointing out all the claims being made. That is all I'm doing. And I'm just curious in why you don't do the same. I'm curious in why you get so defensive when all I want is a discussion. And if I don't do the due diligence, who will? I just hate contradictions. I hate hypocrisy. I hate when things don't add up. And most of all, I hate when none of it is even being talked about. That 100% certainty. That same exact notion with the vaccine. 100%. That gets me raising my eyebrows. And it comes from the mainstream media. From the left. My peers that are liberals. And I can't even bring it to the table. A different perspective. Like it's blasphemy. So you know all the facts. Without the digging. What you think is always correct, but you don't have dialogue. What you believe is always rational. No exceptions, huh? And what you see, apparently, is always the truth. But not me, right? It's just thoughts. So again, I apologize for my voice. Just bear with me on that. But please... Like, share, subscribe, and follow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, from the bottom of my heart, for listening to The Unveiled Patriot with me, Travis Masterbone, and I look forward to you tuning in next time. Farewell. Farewell.